Welcome to Fargo Talks Fargo, an unofficial podcast on the FX television series. This season of Fargo Talks Fargo is sponsored by Fargo Brewing Company and their Wood Chipper India Pale Ale. It's tasty and it won't get you murdered after a trip to Pancake's house. Now won't that be nice? Hey, oh, Sharpie, how you doing, buddy? Hey, now. How's it going? Not too bad. So you are in this every week. You know, we promise <laughs> it's going to get better. Not that it's bad, but it's going to get better. You're currently in a Westin bar in yes. L.A. Because yes. you left the airport during a layover. Uh, that's right. Uh, fittingly, I'm in Los Angeles for this episode, which seems to work out great for uh, this week. Yeah. But yes, uh just flew in from Tokyo. I got a layover. Uh, for six hours, so I just grabbed a hotel shuttle <laughs> to the the first hotel that showed up. <laughs> I think you'll be okay with that thing, but uh, did you order two beers? No, I'm hiding in a corner. <laughs> I was, I was, come on, I was making a reference to to the the, the TV show this week. Yeah, right. Uh, uh, it's Rob, five o'clock Rob Mc- in the morning it, for me right now. <laughs> how do you say? I always screw up that guy's name. Rob McElhaney. McElhaney. McKillahenny? McKillahenny? I don't know. I always Mac. screwed up too. I'm just going to call him Mac. We'll call him Mac. Yeah. 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 Officer Oscar Hunt. So, anyway. Man, uh, I, I did not do a lot of uh, reading prior to the, the show. Uh, okay. Obviously, we were called out last week for no, not knowing that Jim Gaffigan actually wasn't signed <laughs> on or, or bowed out. So, that was my bad. Uh, so, that shows how much. Uh, reading we, i did prior to the launch or the, the premiere i'll own that uh, i'll own that with you i we we both talked about it so i it's okay shit happens but, man but mac showing up as that police officer threw me for a complete surprise which was oh, awesome I'd, I'd seen it oh you had Mm-hmm. okay <laughs> so well i'm i am drinking some i still haven't picked up any you know you don't have to it's sponsored by wood chipper but i'm drinking iron horse because that's what's in the uh refrigerator so it's also equally refreshing yes iron horse is great yeah lovely beer um so let's okay so i I, you know you and i i I know people i don't know if they believe this or not but we really don't we don't we very very rarely pre-talk about what we're going to talk about we start a call we start recording and we talk there's not a lot i was i was a little worried about that message when you texted me last night i was so I was so out of it. It was like one forty-five in the morning. I don't know what time it was because for you, one forty. So that was that was technically Sunday morning for me. Monday night for you, Japan. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> bottom line is, is I felt bad because I did send you that message, and I, I'm okay talking about it now. I have to look because I don't want to misquote myself in the middle of the night. God dang it! Now I can't find it. I'm trying to scroll through the the thing. I said something about <laughs> what did I tell you? It was like it's riveting. <laughs> no, it wasn't. It wasn't riveting. But now I've done it, and I'll talking, edit this out. I'm talking about this conversation. Oh <laughs> no! Leave it in. Oh, I wrote. The I wrote. Need to know. I wrote they need an okay let's i will then i wrote i can't decide if this episode means everything or nothing ha 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 you'll see <laughs> oh yeah right and because uh, usually i didn't want to spoil it because i know you hadn't watched it until you got on the airplane yeah so i watched it and it was a perfect description uh, obviously you'd already planted that a little bit in my mind but yeah i'm sorry i was thinking that i had that same exact feeling afterwards like i don't know if this episode, uh, because it seemed to not accomplish a lot, but at the same time accomplish a shitload. Yeah, well, <laughs> so the episode title is The Law of Non-Confrontation, and feel free law, to go to Wikipedia like everybody else. Or not, is that what it is? Yeah, sorry, I, I had a typo in my hair. Non-contradiction. So it's perfect, so yeah. I'm gonna, so here's the deal. I'm going to I'm going to sort of spoil the show by saying a bunch of things right off the bat and then we'll cover them. How about that? Okay. So so speaking of cuz I said, I mean I literally meant it. I'm like this show means everything and it means nothing at the same time. Cuz so the law of non-contradiction is something can't be true and false at the same time. You know what I mean? So I can be like a dog is a dog, but a dog can't be a cat, right? Is that close enough to like 2 plus 2 equals 4, but it also can't be 2 plus 2 does not equal 4. Right. That's the the basic premise. It's a little deeper than that, and it's shown up all over history in uh, philosophy and all sorts of things. But the point is, as I said, the show means something, and it means nothing, because you could throw away a huge portion of this show, 
because here's here's what I mean. So she's sheriff, but she's not sheriff. Yep. He's he's Ennis, but he's not Ennis. The robot's useful, but he's not useful. And then on top of all, on top of it all, so you look at this whole backstory, right? It's, this is what I mean about the show. It's like you get this whole backstory, and, and then at the very end, you're like, oh, Maurice's uh, prints are at the crime scene. So it's like, so getting this whole backstory of Ennis, it, it meant something, but it has nothing to do with this whole thing for me. You know what I mean? It's only there to like slightly put away some of the wonder about, well, I wonder what happened to that. Maybe it has something to do with this. Unless Noah Hawley's going to super fuck with me, right? Right. And, and somehow show that it does. But all it did was give us some backstory, fill in some Barton Fink shit, a whole bunch of mm-hmm. Big Lebowski stuff. And it was still entertaining. I, 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 but I, and there are things that will just probably go, huh? Because Noah Hawley doesn't tie up every loose end. I think we've come to learn that over two seasons. Yep. So anyway, I also think this is the real quick, and then you can fire a bunch of stuff back here. I also, um, I really think that this whole episode, what it could mean, it's the, um, what's the, uh, uh, remember when in Fargo when she goes and sees the guy who lies, you always remember the guy's name, goes and sees the guy, Marge Gunderson goes and sees the guy and he's like, my wife is dead and then finds out he's not dead and that he doesn't even have, uh, hold on, uh, <laughs> click, 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 clicking, I am Mikey Anagata. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I realize that in this, and it's not, I don't necessarily think it's just one person. It's not, it's not necessarily Officer Oscar Hunt's thing. It's just that, that everything's a lie. And then I think that's, I think it's setting a new tone for her, for, for, uh, uh, for, for Gloria. Sheriff, maybe not Sheriff, Gloria Burgle. And she's kind of got this fuck you attitude. So there, there you have it. She's sheriff. Sure. She's not sheriff. Ennis is Ennis, not Ennis. The robot's useful. The robot's not for useful. And it all ties into this crazy Minsky box, uh, the, the use, useless machine. And, and, and Gloria fulfills her own Yanagata thing. What do, you, what do you think? Yeah, I think that sounds perfect. I mean, uh, all of those scenarios tie in with the, the title of the show quite well. Uh, it's not anything more than that, like in, in regard to the story. Uh, I really like it. I really liked, I think you said it was still entertaining. And of course it was entertaining despite the lack of um, like major uh, events, you know. Um, but the animation, I think, really helped kind of tie pieces together. Because uh, you just have this sort of long, drawn out like storyline for this episode, Gloria's trip to LA to get to the bottom of this Thaddeus Mobley. But then it, mm-hmm. but then you have these like little interstitial quips of this animation with this uh, Minsky robot thing. And it was kind of perfect. I, in my mind, uh, the robot was, um, what am I trying to say? The robot was sort of symbolic of all of the female l- law enforcement characters throughout the movie and the show. Uh, I kind of felt that way because they're kind of trudging along through seeing these worlds like um, get built up and get torn down. I, I can go with that. I, I think that overall, actually, yeah. if you tie it back to, you know, old, old school um Howard, right? What was his name in the show? How, Howard Zimmerman, where he's talking about we're all just bouncing around and we don't know anything until we collide. And and I, I think about the uselessness of it all. And then I think about last season, the uselessness of um, pushing the boulder up the hill over and over. And we don't know why we do it. You know, it, mm-hmm. it only, it seems to, these collisions kind of end in pain mm-hmm. uh, a lot. But, um, but yeah, you, you I think you. I think there's something going on there. I just thought it just. It, I don't know if if that was the purpose, but that's what it made me think of. It made me think of Marge and Molly and Gloria, and all they want to do is help. All they want to do is keep pushing forward, and they're seeing these worlds get built up and crash and burn, and get built up and crash and burn and crash and burn, and like all this like nastiness that's going on in these interesting uh, uh, places in, in, in this interesting universe. And it just, it made me think of them and their drive. Um, also, some of that Sisyphus type thing, especially with that box that was in room 203, that made me think of the myth of Sisyphus. Uh, just constantly, like, clicking that switch just to get it unclicked again. Pushing the boulder. 
a little me also thought it was like, why do you keep? It's like it's like the way we constantly check social media too. It's just kind of empty. <laughs> <laughs> I do think it, I, I'll, I'll be curious to see what other people say because I mean, no joke. I've I don't look at the maybe I should some more often, but uh, I you know I don't look at the subreddit either where you get a lot of group think. But I kind of want to know why the the shoes. I mean, outside of building a moment of suspense, that that's actually one of those moments. The shoes in the box make me go. That just might be Noah Hawley doing one of those things to me where I'm like, okay, I don't know if I'll ever explain that. I mean, if you found something in your hotel room, would you just leave the shoes, take the box? I mean, obviously, the box is far more intriguing than a pair of shoes, but... Mm-hmm. Uh, as somebody who's investigating... <laughs> wouldn't you, like, say, hey, this got left in my room, or is somebody else in this room? Mm-hmm. But I, I do want to say this, you know, going going in the... You know, I don't think we, we get introduced to all this stuff, and I don't know if we need to rehash this. I think uh, Jerome and I talked about it, but would like to just point out on the music front that when we see this, this whole uh, Howard Zimmerman, and, and before we go from this thing to um, we getting this movie with Vivian Lord being made, uh, the song that plays is Liar by Three Dog Night. And I, I think that actually, the title of that is very... I think that's purposefully there. We'll find out later because yeah. we're in the process of, of setting up. We're setting up. We're setting up another chat with uh, Maggie Phillips, and we do. Uh, we sure hope that that works out again. But I mean, that's one of those things. Like that's what we find out is that he's. That's what Howard uh, and Vivian are doing. They they run they run scams on people, uh, and and they. But and it's also that we're not. It's it's another case of they're not who they appear to be. That's- is anyone who they're supposed to be? That's the. You know, so and and she gets him addicted to, you know, cocaine or at least real jacked up for it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was fun to go back to 1975 and even um, and even experience some of those split screen uh, visuals that we got from season two. I like that stuff. Obviously, yeah. I always mention it. Uh, Did you feel? Oh, keep go going. Ahead. Oh, did you feel, you know, I was like, I'm going to do my big Lebowski to you because I like, I can already see your face mustering a full fuck you face. Uh, did you feel that uh, Ray Wise, I don't know, you know who Ray Wise is. He's the guy that was on the airplane. I felt like he was kind of uh, the dude in Lebowski. Oh, yeah. He does kind of have he that kinda, feeling, doesn't he? Kinda he? Show, he kind of shows up, talks to the main character a little bit. Yep. But not necessarily anybody else. And now I need to rewatch this, you know, I mean, outside and of the... Yeah, he's sitting at the bar later on, yep. just kind of turns over. Yeah, he does have that feeling. I did just He just shows up. I mean, I know there's a... I, I've seen a lot of people mention, and we've got some great notes for some people this week. Thank you so much for sending in all your, your comments. Uh, there was a lot of comments about Barton Fink, the long bell ring, all sorts of great stuff. So th- I don't, I'm sorry, I don't have all my stuff pulled open, but yep. I really do appreciate everybody... Um, sending in this week i know ruben and mark and uh quite a few other people i'm sorry i don't have them all and jason wallace wrote in uh again i haven't had a chance to read his email unfortunately because i think he just oh maybe he's the other day but anyway i feel like i should peek at it real quick while you're talking but because uh, i always like i like seeing what mark keeps sending us or, or what jason is sending us about um <laughs> about the actual uh the town oh yeah so and I was right. I think the problem is, is that I finished with Jerome last week too, and there were some things that we we talked about that that I don't remember if Jerome talked. And I, because after we finished recording, he and I kind of kept chatting. It was it was the bar from the the restaurant is from Pulp Fiction, as well as there are scenes uh, where the nihilists eat. That's the same restaurant. It's a very famous restaurant in LA that's had all sorts of scenes shot in it. I should. I know. I was thinking I should be trying to find my way over to one of those places while we do this. But I'm in L.A., yeah. so that's going to have to do. That's going to have to be good enough. Yeah, I mean, can you get over there? Oh, and the other thing, I know we had talked about the the poster, so I'm skipping around, sorry, uh, okay. the Pleonexia films. Um, Pleonexia is a Greek word which roughly corresponds to greed. Oh, okay. Uh, a person's a ruth, or, uh, written by describes it as ruthless, self-seeking, and arrogant assumption that others and things exist for one's own benefit. So, Pleonexia films which was the film company and the poster behind uh, Howard Zimmerman's um, robot thing. But so, so here's the question too. Uh, oh God, I'm all over the map. Sorry, dude. Uh, you know, how Howard Zimmerman talking like a robot, you know, he didn't say I can help, but yeah, 
Um, I was, uh, so I, I'm going to kind of be jumping all over the place too a little bit. Yeah, but, let's do uh, it. Vivian Lord, <laughs> right? Um, Wonderful casting, by the way. Yes. When we got, when, uh, when we caught up to the present day or 2010 version of Vivian Lord, I was like, oh my God, they did an awesome job of <laughs> finding somebody who looked just like the 70s version. And then as I'm doing like some research, I, I find out that that's her mother <laughs> or that it's mother and daughter. Yeah. Yeah. Clint, it's Clint Eastwood's daughter. I that believe. is amazing. Well. I did not know yeah. that. I love good casting like that. Yeah, that was awesome. It looked nice, though. It looked good. They they had, they both have those very similar shaped eyes, and and what it, it made a big made a big deal. Very nice. So we learned the story of Thaddeus Mobley. Uh, you, do you even think Thaddeus Mobley was Ennis's real name? Mm-hmm. I, I'm still that stuck like if, that's, crazy... if that's if if that's a, still a gnome de plume, you know, right? Uh, not that it matters, but something that I was thinking about. Um, so we we learn where Ennis Dussy comes from, the toilet. Ennis was Dennis. <laughs> yes. Um, comes from the shitter. <laughs> and, escaped, and escaped Los Angeles by moving to Eden Prairie, Eden Valley. Eden, Val- Eden, Eden Valley. Yeah. Even I screw him <laughs> up. Uh, yeah. I I did have this moment, you know, and I did see somewhere when I did see a couple things online, people saying they were doing the math. Is that guy the right age to actually be him? Mm. You know, what if there's a double hidden? What if it is? What if that's just a scene to mislead and he's he's looking at this and somewhere later there is a guy who makes toilets that sold all over the nation. This name is Anastasi and he somehow... I don't know. It's too much. It's a stretch. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I'm waiting to be screwed with, you know, when does the UFO show up and make me go, what the hell? And that hotel is so freaking close to the motel in season two. It feels I like, mean, it, I know they it? all kind of look that way, but I mean, holy cow, the entire shape of everything. I know it's not because well, it's an entirely different town, but. Well, let's let's shout out to Jason right now in Calgary. Uh, and J- Jason, if you know, were those the same uh, motel or not? I mean, I, it couldn't be because there's that whole exterior shot, you know, with that sign. I don't. I know. I wanted to pull up the uh, the shots from season two, but I don't have them downloaded on my laptop right now. They, I do know that he had told me that in, in scanning, you know, that they, they did film as much as they can in Calgary up in Canada when they did it. Obviously, the stuff like I was talking about, like um, Pan's Restaurant. I mean, that's you can't you can't fake that. But he had told me that the Mexican restaurant, you know, and all that stuff is it's called Blanco Catina. You can go to BlancoCatina.ca if you want to check it out. And um, and then there's another place he had told me. That uh, where Thaddeus was buying cocaine. That that's also in town. It's a vintage restaurant. He says with red leather seats. Uh, it's a very iconic restaurant in town called Caesar's Steakhouse. So <laughs> he's uh, he's looking into stuff. I feel like we got to. I got Jason. You we got to talk. I feel like we got to send you something for all this great information you give us. Yeah, I love that the is awesome. Stuff. It's 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 a ton of it's a ton of fun. We we appreciate all you guys. Um, but yeah, yeah. Um, and I know. <clears throat> I was waiting for you though talking about all the movie references you know we sometimes we go into all these things the uh the raise the dingus did you catch that that's isn't isn't that a line from one of your favorite you're a big hudsucker proxy fan I am a big hudsucker proxy fan but I did not catch that and I don't recall it I haven't seen hudsucker proxy in years though it's the it's the scene it's the scene though where they're standing in front of that premier hollywood premier motel and he doesn't have it up, and he's like, "Hold up the dingus!" And that's when he he like, Hurr. oh he's yeah, like, hey, here, here's my here's my spaceship. Um, so I don't know. I just like, uh what 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 can we talk about here in our horrible weird talking and whatever? I have a question. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Um, so when Thaddeus and Vivian are sitting at the nightclub, and they're obviously getting into their uh, coke infused lifestyle. 
and they're okay. sitting at a table and like a Coke dealer, assume, I assume he's just like a Coke dealer comes up to the table and sits with them. Vivian leaves and the Coke dealer, so, you know, he's sort of like a, sort of like a Russian looking guy is just staring at he, Thaddeus. Like, he, is there more to does. that guy than, than, is there more to that guy or is he just like, well, why is he sit there and Vivian leaves? I'm really glad you said that because he's listed as drug dealer. And his name is, and I hate, you know, it's like, hey, look at us stereotype people. His name is, in real life, is Nikolai Nikolaev. <laughs> so He's got those he's, high cheekbones. He, he's definitely not Hispanic. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, just the fact that he's only labeled as drug dealer. Uh, there, there'd have to be some sort of major revelatory thing that would happen to bring that back. But, uh, yeah. It was just so odd that he just sat there still at the table and she leaves. Yeah. Anyway. So do you have any do you have any commentary on the fact that 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 the the cartoon was I, I did check a couple things out about that because I had the same immediate thought. I know everybody who's seen anything has which was, "Hey, it's a Don Hertzfeld mm-hmm. um thing and uh just fun fact, I've gone bowling with Don Hertzfeld before. What? <laughs> <laughs> I went I went bowling with Don Hertzfeld at All-Star Bowl in Moorhead, which is just across the river and then afterwards uh was back in his hotel room with Rich Summer uh who plays Harry on Mad Men uh and we had Pizza Patrol pizza. <laughs> 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 so Pizza Patrol, uh, so being, Don Hertzfeld. Wait, 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 wait. Pizza Patrol being the infamous pizza shop. Well, there's it's a chain. There's a few of them in Fargo and Moorhead. Yes, uh, yes. That you really only order when you're extremely drunk, or you went to college and it turned into a staple food for you, like me. I ordered because plenty of those pizzas. <laughs> Sometimes uh, I I ordered Pizza Patrol this week, this week, dude. I had it this week, and I had only had two, two. Hey, I had two Fargo Brewing beers inside. Me. Okay, okay, what, we have derailed. We have derailed. Anyway, no, this is this is good. This is good. Oh, God. <laughs> this has nothing what, to do with. This has everything to do with Fargo Moorhead. The area <laughs> was it two o'clock in the morning? Was it three o'clock in okay. the morning? Okay, shithead. It was. It was like. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It was like maybe midnight-ish. That's why. You know they're yeah, open. Well, you can remember their you know, number. You know it tastes better after 10 p.m. You know that's true. If you're listening to this and it is before 4 a.m. Uh, Central Time, you can call 218-701. No, it's not 218. The weird part is they're in yes. Moorhead, but it's a Fargo number. I will bet $1,000 on that. No. It is 701. It is 701 701- one nine thousand. No, it's Don't, not. Uh, Google that shit, buddy. You Google it. No, wait. I got to take that phone number out. I don't want people calling them to fuck around. Anyway, no, I want you. Know, I want people to order you a pizza. <laughs> no, I don't need any more. I'm already too fat. I'm too fat. I'm too fat. Do you okay, order on, let's regular get back style or home style? I need to. Well, you always order pan. I order home style every time. Way better. I love home style. I, you are one of the only people I know who likes home style like I do. But hey, you know, if I listen to the movie, <laughs> I need to eat eat your vegetables. Okay. Let's get let's get back in. Uh, I don't know. So, well, we were talking about the Don Hertzfeld animations. I just saw some hubbub about people thought that they had kind of like ripped off Don because Don Hertzfeld's not a very commercial guy. That's not his deal. Everybody always talks about is it is it called World of Tomorrow or what was it called? I don't remember. My favorite, my favorite, like quick Don Hertzfeld. You need to go look up Billy's Balloon. That's my favorite Don Hertzfeld. Um, so go look those up. But it was very Don Hertzfeld, and from what I know, it was it was actually done by by the the Archer team from from FX. They mm-hmm. they tapped their own internal uh, team to do that. But okay. I, yeah, it's sorry, it's sorry. I looked that up here. It is World of Tomorrow. Is 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 the really like highly acclaimed. Um, piece by Don Hertzfeld. I'm not putting it down. I'm just saying if you want to like ease your way into Don Hertzfeld, I'd like to I'd say start with Billy's balloon. So yeah, I I don't know. I mean like what is it, the, the cartoon was just another part of the narrative, but I think the cartoon in and of itself for me, at least for me, I'm not saying it's definitive. The only way any of this shit's definitive is if um is if Noah calls into the show finally to please Noah call in. Uh 
and we don't have a call in number either. So <laughs> shut up. Yeah. It, you know, it's, it's, it feels as random. It, it is. It feels like you, I think you kind of hit on it. It's just like we keep repeating ourselves. You know, greed, confusion, the chaos of the things, and we don't learn from it. You know, we, we've, we keep continuing these stories and people keep repeating themselves. And then, and then, did you notice though that like he had to, like people were like screwing him up when he needed to reboot? You know, when those guys pulled off his arm? Mm hmm. All I kept thinking was the one arm robot, and I wanted to turn it into a fugitive episode, but I know it's not that, but. Um, yeah, and then yeah. the narrator specifically said, you know, he was only vulnerable when he had to recharge, and that's when you see him like getting his arm ripped up. Um, did you? I just, I just kept thinking about us. Like everybody recharges when they, you know, when they're at rest. Or I just kept thinking it's, it's like it's the concept of things happen when you least expect it. Sure. You know, like, like even think about. Um, Think about Ennis Stussy slash Thaddeus. He's 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 kind of dozed off and is just just shut down in front of the TV, and that's when this awful thing happens to him. You know, I'm not saying people really shut off, but I mean it's the idea that it's when you're not expecting things to happen. That's when the awful happens. You know, you're 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 lighting a cigarette and you're walking out of a building, and an air, air conditioner unit uh, crushes your head. And uh, I don't know. It's just. Yeah. At the beginning of the animation narrative, did you um that the the Martian guy, the the man in the suit that ends up dying, that was a Stussy brother, right? Or that was Ian McGregor's voice. Yes, they they were voiced by some of the people from the the show, which was another interesting choice yeah, in my opinion. Definitely. Um cuz the yeah, I I want to know I want to know about the uh I want to know about the whatchamacallit. I feel like it's supposed to mean something, but it only means something to me a little bit because I I like whatchamacallits. <laughs> like, it was a candy of choice for me growing up when I got my allowance. I don't think I've ever had a whatchamacallit. <laughs> That's okay. Hey, I have a question for you since we're in skip around mode. Um, what do you make of uh, gl- this whole situation Gloria's in? Like, what has got her so far off the rails that she doesn't know if she's chief and she's doing this and she's she full-blown, as far as I recall, ignores two messages from Chief Damick, right? Is that yeah. his name? Yep. Yeah. Chief Damick to get her ass back to town. Yeah. I don't know what's going on there. Um, because she doesn't... Because that seems like an irresponsible thing to do. And she doesn't seem like she's an irresponsible person. Um, is it like a backlash because they're getting swallowed by the County? Um, does she feel like she's getting demoted and right. that's why she's doing this? I don't know. It just still doesn't seem within her character, but then again, maybe I'm, uh, folding her predecessors into this, like Marge and, Bali and stuff like that and I'm thinking uh, she's in line with them maybe she's not really I mean she is the female law enforcement uh, role that we kind of always have like that common vein but maybe she's not similar to those past characters I think though that that, yeah but this is that I think this is going to be that point I think she's going to be different from now on I think going forward this is going to change her I think it's weird that she went, she's going back to 1975 to investigate a murder in 2010. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're saying, that's what I mean. I can't decide what her level of interest is. Is it, is she having her own personal, like, really quiet crisis that she wants to know who this man was that married her mother for a short time before she passed? Yeah. Or is she truly thinking this is a lead? about his death and and I feel like it's I feel like the entire purpose of it is for her to understand it's that's why I said it's the the uh, Mike Yama Gata or whatever his name is if I'm getting that wrong I apologize <laughs> Yana Yana Gata sorry I had to go pull my note back up again you know I think this episode exists wholly to change her as a person her her trust has completely shifted 
Yeah. He's he, she finds out he's not who he was. Okay, so here's the thing. I'm going to skip ahead to this. Only this. Uh, sorry, I have to find it because I literally put it in bold. Vivian says, and I wrote this up the first time I saw it. I, mean, I wrote, he was right. I am a bad person. He wasn't so good either. And between the the officer kind of like being this like shitty person to her and not really being a good cop and uh, mostly just trying to hook up with her and and gross her out and make it feel false and that he wasn't who he said he was and Gloria wasn't who she said she was and Howard wasn't who he said he was and all of these people and and he wasn't all the way down to him all the way to him he wasn't so good either i i think that's the core lesson out of this episode you know granted now that's 40 plus minutes to get to something that they could have got to if she, you know maybe she and here's the even crazier part could she have figured out a certain amount of this stuff through computer records yeah, if right. somebody legally changes their name, but she can't touch a computer. She, can't, she I mean, she makes her kid get off the bus. Which, by the way, those kids on that bus hate that kid now. <laughs> um, like, oh, your mommy's calling. <laughs> I think, I think that's the thing. It all is, you know. And then, and, and it's, it's, it's a crumbling of the existence of a facade. That's why all the Santas are in town. I think too. Doing just laying by pools, drinking and smoking. It's everything is the like. Everybody's mask is being washed away for her. Yeah, the world is something that she seems foreign to now. Um, she doesn't know what Facebook is, or have, or or maybe she does, but she doesn't have it, and that's weird to everybody else. Uh, she's living in this analog world and mm-hmm. getting tossed into um, this new world where there's Facebook and there's Santa Claus's fucking. Smoking and drinking and stealing. <laughs> they're <laughs> right. not leaving gifts. They're taking gifts. Uh, oh wow! Yeah, kind of. Yeah, it is, but it isn't. What? Uh, oh, and I forget. Gloria or Vivian actually says to him at one point, "You know, you're a bad person." Like every like 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 the idea that for her to find out is that no matter who it is, and I mean, he she already thought he was rough. But even looking back at at Ennis, if we're gonna, you know, that Ennis that slash Tad is that everybody, given a certain amount of circumstances, I think is is capable of horrible things, or or certain things can bring out that horribleness in you. I mean, obviously, the scene we see is that Ennis is. It was at first I was like, oh, he's sick to his stomach about himself. Or I was like, or he's just in withdrawal because he didn't get any coke. Yeah. At first I thought it was regret. And then I thought, well, what if it's just withdrawal? Yeah. Are you talking about when he then gets up? Or no, you're talking about when he's out of coke. Not when he gets when he's out. out of coke. He goes. He goes to them, and they. He finally. He okay. finally realizes he's been. He's been had by these two, and they've been taking all his checks and his money. And all this junk, and 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 he does all this horrible stuff, and bango, it's like, oh, well, you're a horrible person too. And at first, I thought he was throwing up because he couldn't believe he had beat that guy so that he'd beat Howie so bad. But what I'm starting, and but I thought, well, the the, the kind of random moment could be that he's not really that sick about that. Is that maybe he's in some sort of withdrawal from cocaine? I wouldn't know. I've never had to have withdrawal from cocaine. <laughs> I have a steady steady supply you have pizza yep yep i've got pizza patrol pizza so i'm i'm good to go i did like the barton Finkish uh call out on the typewriter and that's i mean there was a lot of those a lot of those little notes in here right because i know i got a note uh either via face uh i got a ton of notes this week um so this wasn't me that recognized the long bell ring was from barton fink as well mm-hmm. as i was told so but yeah, I I don't know. I just I feel like this episode means nothing and it means everything. It's the it's, you know, the law of non-contradiction. The law of non Sorry, somebody's talking to me. This is what happens when you uh <laughs> hang okay. out in a hotel bar in between flights. Yes. Okay. And we're back. Uh so so where where did, where did I lose you? <laughs> You've been gone for 10 minutes and I just no, been talking no, to myself no, here. No. <laughs> Uh, I just realized something, and I'm going back to the... <gasps> I figured it out! Somebody had said, where the hell where the hell was he from? You know, I kept thinking, so where was Thaddeus Mobley from? Right? Before. 
I finally went back and was like, why don't I just pause on the scene where he's writing a check? Oh, yeah. It was like Wisconsin or something. He's from Baraboo, Wisconsin. Yeah. Do you know about Baraboo? No, I don't know anything about Baraboo. Fun fact time. Well, I'm going to give you some rando fact time. Because I wrote okay. that down too, but I didn't. But I didn't. I don't know anything about it. It's the largest city in Sac uh, County, but it's also home to the Circus World Museum and was he- for it was the former headquarters of the Ringling Brothers Circus. Fun other fact: uh, last year, if you remember, um, there was a, a a some music that we talked about with Maggie uh, Phillips. That was uh, what was the song? Crap, was it Oh Death? Um, that was covered by. Shaky Graves covered it, um, but he had a gal, a wonderful gal named Monica Martin sing on it. And Monica Martin, fun fact, living in Baraboo, Wisconsin. She's in a band called Fox. Not anymore. They're on a break. Wow, you She's just tied all that together just now? Yeah, I did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she, 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 Shaky Graves, yeah, whole thing. Good times. That's cool. There you go, guys. Baraboo, Wisconsin. Shout out to... Shaky Graves, who's coming to Fargo pretty soon. Got to go to that show. And shout out to Monica Martin, who I think is a fantastic singer. Love her. Baraboo, Wisconsin. Thaddeus Mobley from Baraboo, Wisconsin. Lives in an apartment, too. Unit 204. He lives at 2415 20th Avenue in Baraboo, Wisconsin. 30957. How far is that from Fargo? Baraboo? Well, no, they're not in Fargo. Remember, they're in Eden Valley. Oh, yeah. Okay, so you need to carry on. I just somehow derailed us on some rando topic, but I guess that's what we do here. That's what we're doing for. That's what we're doing today. I'm gonna be all over the place. It is. It's five forty in the morning. Well, it's because <laughs> it's yeah. For you, it really is, isn't it? You're just all jacked up. I'm gonna do Eden do Valley. Keep going. Think the um, the Santa Claus slash elf thief. Had anything specifically tar like was Gloria a specific target for this thief? Was that somebody fucking with her, or was that just a random thief? I think it was so that they could play a game of Lebowski. Yeah, wouldn't hold out much. You know, I wouldn't hold out for the credence tape kind of stuff. Yeah. Okay. Plus, you get to talk the you know mostly flannel line. Yep, that was good. It's it's how she it's how she meets a cop and finds out that she's. Of a different breed. Right. By the way, Baraboo, Wisconsin is um, under five hours from Eden Valley. Then again, around here, actually, I don't think that's that hard to do around the Midwest. Move five hours away and assume a new identity. <laughs> I don't think that's actually... I really don't think that that's hard here. Do you? Five hours is pretty far. Especially from a, a, a place in Wisconsin to living just outside... Of a, um, like kind of a, outside of a major metro. Yeah, in five hours, you're kind of officially in like another school district because a lot of these schools, they bus kids all to like one central spot. But you're not going to be busing, yeah. obviously, kids from five hours away or even from two and a half hours away, probably. So, yeah. And I mean, it's like, and like to put it in perspective for you, dude, I mean, Baraboo is like almost Madison. Okay. You know, so for us, yeah. Anyway, fun times. Baraboo, Wisconsin. Thaddeus Mobley. Thaddeus Mobley. <laughs> Scotty at heart. Let me look at my notes here and see what else we got. So, because we already, I feel like some of my notes here that I got, um, uh, he only gives to Shabbat. We know about that. That's a, a, a Jewish religion thing he gives to. Um, yeah, I already kind of talked about the how they collide and they're random. Um, I do, I do, I did think it was funny that I can help. And then the, mm. the, the robot gets picked up by a UFO very interruptingly like a, Season of Fargo. <laughs> Do you remember the uh, story from season one of the guy, the rich guy, who says, I can help? No. What was that? Remember uh, when uh, Colin Hanks' character, he's sitting in an apartment with a guy, and the guy is telling a story of this rich man who wanted to help, so he donated uh, all of his money to like poor people and stuff. And that wasn't enough because he still saw people suffering. So he decided to donate a <gasps> kidney. Uh, he kept right. saying, I can help. So he donated a kidney. Uh, and then he donated the kidney. Everything was fine. Um, but he realized, you know, why just donate one kidney when he can donate everything? And the doctor was like, well, what are you trying to say? That would be suicide. 
and then he commits suicide so that he can donate all of his organs. Hmm. Interesting. I do want to talk. Oh, I don't have any major thoughts to give yeah, you. On I don't. That. I mean, I don't really either. I don't. I like. I, I'm glad you remember that though. I think, that, it's though. Just I think a that's awesome. Tie tie in, uh, but nothing like beyond that. There was a lot of great back and forth towards the end, cutting from seventy five to present day or present day for the story uh, with Thaddeus and Gloria. But I don't know. I was man. I was sad. I was really. I was really sad when the robot turned himself off. I thought, look at all this all this stuff you've done. And here you are. He shuts himself off. And of course, we cut right to Ennis's final funeral happening. Mm-hmm. Finally. You know, and she's like, who the hell is he? You know? And then they get Arby's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she's got the box. What do you make of that? Like, why did she... What do you think she brought the... Or is, it, is that box just there to uh, to remind us that because I feel like, so here's the deal. I feel okay. like this is, <clears throat> they got Maurice now. They got Maurice down, and it's only a matter of time before they start trying to link link things together. Because, you know, we're going to get like 12 episodes, right? Or is it 10 usually? Uh, I think it's 10 usually. What? Yeah, so, I mean, we're a third of the way right. in. We got to work, because over the next three, we're going we're gonna to develop plots that get people to, going to have to talk to Ray. Gonna, Ray is going to have to talk to somebody, and... And somewhere in there, they're going to be playing this game with VM Varga and the parking lot king. And all of this is going to start moving and motioning together. And and I think this was kind of our, our uh, this law of non-contradiction, we need this show, we don't need this show, really, <laughs> is really just a quick respite before I think they're going to, this is going to kick into a, a much faster high gear. We'll probably be back to uh show titles that are based off bridge and you and I won't know what the fuck we're talking about <laughs> for the finale for the season finale we'll have to uh do it while we're playing a game of bridge yeah we might we'll be experts because i then. feel bad i forgot to uh i forgot i was going to i i'd promised cuz i suck i was going to do a hot dish but yeah i didn't between all this like you and Japan thing, and I, I had some, I had to actually work part of yesterday and today, and some things came up, and and so I, it's just I, I apologize. It's still going to happen. I'll do one too for sure. It'll, yeah, because you'll be fun. home. Everything's gonna, everything's gonna get back to normal because, because uh, that's the way we're gonna do it. But so I don't know. I feel like we're we're in the process of doing a little bit of a shorter show today. But how 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 don't you do a shorter show on a show that I guess I opened the show by saying this show is it matters, but it doesn't. <laughs> Uh, you mentioned the whatchamacallit earlier and, and I wanted to dive a little bit deeper in it, but we've kind of been jumping all around. Like, what is the, what is the, uh, purpose of the whatchamacallit? That's what I'm saying. I don't know. Is it just the, what is in the, what is in the briefcase in the big Lebowski? Uh, besides he says business papers and something, but it's like that and something else. I should know this seeing as I love that show, but well, I, I mean the other, here's the rando thing I thought about that, right? I thought the whatchamacallit is very similar to it's a box that doesn't matter. You know, all she gets back is an empty wrapper and a note. It's it's a useless machine as well. It's useless. Like, did she bring the whatchamacallit? It, or was that the police officers or was that the thieves? Yeah, I don't, know. don't know. I mean, there's no money in the briefcase after they get it and he lost his credence tape. But here you get, yeah, a whatchamacallit and a note. Yeah. Right. That's what it was. Yeah. I do. I did. I talked to Jerome about it, and I just want to bring this up to what did you make of the whole? Would you? We don't. Do you really? We really talk like that kind of thing. I felt like they nailed. I felt like they nailed it. I I loved it. Yeah, I loved that he was kind of like mocking her even a couple times before that line was even brought up, uh, where she called him out. Like, do I really sound like that? Because every time. Uh, even in the parking lot, he kind of mimicked her accent. And I was like, mm. what is he doing? Is he supposed to be a cop from Fargo, but in LA? But I realized he was just making fun of her. And then later she called him out and he's like, well, yeah, you do sound like that because she does sound like that. And people do sound like that in Fargo. Some of them do. So I, I was okay with yeah, that. Yeah, totally. I just, I, I thought it was great. And <clears throat> it's just her her overall inability to understand cultural lexicon, you know, like the drop the kids off the pool. Oh, you have kids. No, I'm going to take a shit. You know, uh, it's all of those doesn't know. Facebook doesn't know jokes. She's 
man, I'm almost starting to think that she's the, yeah, maybe she is the robot. Yeah. You know, because wouldn't a robot be a, a truly autonomous? Okay, so Minsky, Minsky, we talked about this. Marvin Minsky is a leading person in AI, right? Mm-hmm. Would would artificial intelligence be aware of itself? Well, that'd be the singularity. Yeah. Um, and what would and what would sure. that and what would that do? What would that do to her use of technology and getting doors to open? I mean, I know that's technically just motion, but it's a. I don't know. There's something I'm starting. I'm starting to wonder more about her. You know, I don't think her character has fully outside of me wondering about her. I haven't, and I and I think Carrie Coon is fantastic in The Leftovers. And if you haven't watched that show, you should. I still say you should check that out. But I'm not at the same point in episode three with Carrie Coon's character, and that could be just writing and my own feeling right now, than I was with with previous seasons uh, with the female leads. Obviously, I'm I'm I. Nikki Swango has been a little more powerful in certain parts of the show for me. Yeah, but she's more obviously like missing uh, a piece. You know what I mean? She's like they're they're making it pretty clear that something's not all right there, and we don't exactly have that with Gloria outside of her just not understanding like like you said, like right, the cultural right. lexicon of other areas. Right. But I'm still kind of waiting. I, I'm starting to look back now and be. I'm looking at the ensemble of last year with Kirsten Dunn, Patrick Wilson, Jesse Plemons, Gene Smart, Ted Danson, Kristen Milotti, all these guys. Bokeem Woodbine. I mean, think about it, man. Mike Milligan. <laughs> I, I I feel like honestly, this has to really ramp up right now. It's time. Like, so here here's my here's my here's my dig on the show. If it doesn't ramp up by episode four, I'm gonna I'm gonna say something because I. I don't know if I care about any of these people yet or if I... And I mean, I know that's not the point of a, a Coen Brothers universe to a certain degree. Is it really, you know? No. Uh, it's based in a certain amount of... For lack of a better word, I can't think of right now. It's There's there's a certain ridiculousness to it. There's no way it won't ramp up because uh, just, in, just bringing back the Stussy Brothers and Swango um, in the next episode... Mm-hmm. Are all it's already going to be start to be taking that turn. So unless yeah, yeah, yeah. unless they do another sort of like one character like um, mm. thing, it wouldn't, and that wouldn't. That's not going to happen. Yeah, I, I really have a hard time believing that's going to happen. Do you think too. we're going to see more of Thaddeus after this point? We could easily I, probably find out through IMDb, but I don't know if we want to. I don't. Well. In in the same in the same way that you and I don't watch the, I was telling Jerome I can't remember if I told him well we recorded her after we stopped that I told him that you and I don't watch the next week on Fargo stuff. No, I've st- I've stopped for the same reason you did. And you're like as I think during the first season we watched some of them and then I stopped because yeah I don't really want I don't want what I think is coming to change how I feel about what I just saw. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, and I, I think we both agree about that. So. I, I don't look ahead to whatever, which is probably also a reason we weren't aware that um, <laughs> Jim Caffigan wasn't going to be on the show. Yeah, um, yeah I, I'm not sure. I don't personally think we're going to see anything major. We might maybe some flashbacks, but judging by the past two seasons, Noah either really flashbacks or he doesn't. There's no like kinda, is there? Am I misremembering? That sounds accurate. I don't. I, I think there's too many characters that need further development for us to keep staring backwards at Thaddeus. Right. I, I I feel like this could be the end of Thaddeus. I think, probably. I think so too. Not necessarily the thematic things that Thaddeus has introduced us to, but we need to know more about um, VM Varga. We have yet to really learn anything about henchman Mimo. We need to learn more about uh, what's the guy's name? East German Yuri. We need the to learn classic. about Yuri. We need to learn about Yuri Gurka. We there's Shea Shea, Shea Wiggum, Wiggum, you know, Mo Damick is far too fine of an actor for us, for this to not be more fleshed out. It's it's just too much. It would be like us seeing like a quick episode, um, you know, with 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 like, oh look, it's uh, Ted Danson for like one episode or two, and then he's gone. That's just that's not how this is going to roll. No, I mean those are the things you have to kind of know when you just know what they do. I mean, like sure. Maurice is out, but but that's that's just part of the D. Yeah, deal. Mo Damick, I think, will definitely play a big role in the final shootout. 
Yeah, which there will. I think be. next week's. I think next week's gonna be real hot on uh on the Emmett and Cy VM Varga front, and that, and I think that Gloria is gonna be hot on the the um the Ray Trail. What we're gonna see. I like it. I don't know who. I don't know who dead next though. Maybe nobody. Maybe nobody. Nobody dead this time. Close nope. though. So do you have any? Do you have anything else? Um, I think that's it for me this week. Um. I got. I'm gonna go get some Arby's. Oh, cool! You want to get some uh, milkshake, curly fries, and ponder all future moves? I said that last week too. So sorry, yeah. folks. Oh. <laughs> but yeah, I think you should. You should do that. Get back to LAX and get on your flight. <laughs> yep, that sounds so, good. So, uh, but but well, thanks thanks to everybody for tuning in. Hopefully, we weren't too scattered on this show. But you know, actually, that's the reality of us. You know. Yep. We we haven't t- typed up a show flow for. <laughs> over a full season (laughs) maybe that's what makes the show not so great i think it's fun (laughs) i think it's the best show so far we're we're a solid like case of beer behind on it (laughs) on our normal schedule (laughs) so hey speaking of beer thanks again to fargo brewing go to fargobrewing.com to learn more about them and uh we can't thank them enough for their sponsorship of the show thanks to where what lounge are you in what hotel if you're in la Uh, head over to Hit up the Westin. Uh, they seem to not mind too much if we're recording an entire episode from the hotel bar. Um, get back on the get back on the airplane. Hopefully, when you land, it won't be balmy weather like Gloria found. <laughs> so, so please uh, reach out to us. We are on Twitter. Uh, you can you can uh, at Sharpie at C H A R P I. You can hit me up at at Lempy L E M as in Mary P as in Paul E. Or you can just send it to the podcast at at Fargo Talks Fargo uh, on. On the Twitter, we're also at uh, facebook.com slash Fargo Talks Fargo or email us at podcast at Fargo Talks Fargo. We're always happy to hear from you. Unless you tell us we suck, then you can go get you whatchamacallit. Um, <laughs> yeah, there's an I'm E just on kidding. the end we, of my name too, by the way. We, did I, oh, did I not say the E? C-H-A-R-P-I-E. I said that, I thought. Well, play the tape back. It'll be there. I'm not editing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> So, well, thanks so much, Sharpie. Yeah, uh, and uh, next, we'll be back. We'll be back in a couple days. Uh, yep. Enjoy the rest of your week until we talk to you on Wednesday night. Until then, uh, stay frosty. We don't have a sign There's off. There's no sign off around here. Uh, or right. I, I, isn't, our, isn't our sign off just uh, okay then? Okay then. All right. I'll see you Wednesday. Well, I, I suppose we'll see you next time, huh? Yep. Okay. Okay, bye now. <laughs>